Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to stay motivated when you feel like you're in a slump. Motivations for any long project can ebb and flow, especially in the middle when your initial enthusiasm wears off, but the end is not yet in sight. It can be tough to keep going. I was reminded of this when I received a note from a before-breakfast listener who is currently earning her bachelor's degree in accounting online. She's excited about the subject, and she's proud of herself for making school fit into her life. But she reported that she's running into motivation problems. Schoolwork, she writes, seems to be an endless cycle. While each new week covers a new topic, the formula is the same, with the same sorts of quizzes and discussions and a short project, with her work due at midnight each Sunday. When I was in my first semester, she says, I had heaps of motivation to be ahead of schedule. Now I'm only in my second semester, but 16 weeks of the same formulaic assignment structure has kicked my motivation in the stomach, she says. Instead of aiming to be ahead of schoolwork, I found myself procrastinating until the last minute, dreading work, and waiting until 5 p.m. the night that work is due. This listener suspected that her lack of motivation came from doing the same thing over and over again each week. And she asked if I had advice for dealing with her slump in a healthy way. I do have some advice, and I suspect other listeners will as well. My first question was whether it was possible to take a short break. One of the upsides of a traditional academic schedule is that you'd get a break between semesters, either around the new year or over the summer. This provides a break in the routine, gives you the opportunity to do something different. And by the time you return, you might be starting to miss school. Many online programs, on the other hand, offer courses year-round. They assume, reasonably, that the adults availing themselves of these programs want to get through and get done. But there's still something to be said for breaks. Our listener might consider trying to pace herself a bit as she goes through her bachelor's degree program. Second, when you're deep in the weeds, it can be easy to lose sight of your why. Our listener, no doubt, had a very good reason for choosing accounting, and choosing to get a bachelor's degree. So what was that reason? She can remind herself by getting together with friends in the accounting profession, or going to an accounting conference, or reading some literature related to the topic. She can visualize herself in a few years in her new career, and what this degree is going to enable. As for the day-to-day experience of doing her work, there are a few things she can do. She mentioned procrastinating until 5 p.m. on Sunday, when the work was due at midnight. But she didn't say that she was ever late with her assignments or that she didn't get them done. So potentially, seven hours is in fact a workable amount of time. She could simply accept that this is what she'd like to do the work for the remainder of this term. It's not an ideal solution, as she could get sick or have car trouble or have her plumbing spring a leak on Sunday night, and then she'd be behind the class. But it is a solution. On the other hand, if she's finding her procrastination stressful— then she can use some of the strategies we talked about a few months ago during our procrastination week. I recommend scheduling in short work sessions most days and then rewarding herself profusely when she finished. So for instance, if she's currently allocating seven hours on Sunday, she could do one hour on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then maybe two on Saturday, two on Sunday, or four on Sunday, either way. She could set a timer, and once she's done her with her hour, she can do whatever she wants watch TV, surf the web, call a friend, cook something fabulous, go out for ice cream. She also might want to consider when she's doing the work. 
A lot of people who are going back to school assume that the best time for studying is in the evening after work. But the problem is that we're tired then. You've already done so much, it can be easy to think, well, maybe tomorrow. Most people have more discipline, energy, and focus in the morning. So maybe our listeners should try getting up in the morning to work instead. Studying from 6.30 to 7.30 or 8 a.m. three days a week would mean she's approaching her work when mentally fresh. Even if the work is repetitive, if she's got a big cup of coffee and she's spending one hour, not seven hours straight on her work, it might feel more doable. Listeners, if you've ever found yourself in a slump, what have you done to pull yourself out? Please let me know your advice for our listener at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.